Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It's Friday, October 14th, 5.41 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. December corn futures down two and a quarter at 6.95 and a half. November soybeans up four and a half at $14 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat down five at 887 and a quarter. December Kansas City wheat down two at 980 and a quarter. December spring wheat down three and a quarter at 975 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating, leave me a review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. We're getting real close to 7,000 subscribers on YouTube. I think we're like 100 away as of uh, this morning. Uh, Leave me a comment, hit the like button. All of those things will help YouTube to help me to grow this channel. Appreciate it as always, guys. If you'd like some additional information from me, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service, guys. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information direct from me every single business day. Morning email goes out about 5.30 a.m. Central. In that email, you'll see every overnight headline you need to be aware of. Charts, graphics, weather info, all of my grain marketing recommendations. My daily subscriber-only videos are part of this deal. I do a brand new one every single business day. The title of yesterday's video was Don't Get Comfortable, and I talked about a boom and bust cycles in commodity markets, uh, why they happen, what's happened uh, the last 15, 20 years. If you guys are interested in this sort of content, sign up today, new stuff every day. Uh, there's no other fee, there's no other obligation. It's 50 bucks a month, built to your credit card every month, and that's it. Um, check it out, guys. Russia has warned that it may not extend the Ukraine grain shipping deal, so Moscow sent a letter to the United Nations with complaints regarding the deal. Russia claims that the deal does not facilitate Russia's own fertilizer and grain exports. Russia's ambassador to the UN said this, If we see nothing is happening on the Russian side of the deal, export of Russian grains and fertilizers, then excuse us, we will have to look at it in a different way. This current deal, of course, it was created in July and it was created for four months. Uh, It'll expire in November. So they're talking about either adjusting the terms, straight up canceling it. We don't really know. A copy of this letter was not made available publicly, uh, to my knowledge at least. Ukraine's foreign minister said this in response, Russia is doing exactly what we warned, renewing Hunger Games and threatening the Black Sea Grain Initiative. I want every African, Asian, Middle Eastern family to know Ukraine puts forward no additional demands. We want the corridor to keep working. So this was the the reason, I believe, for the big reversal in the wheat market yesterday. Wheat uh, had been trading lower. This headline broke about 9.30 a.m. Central yesterday, give or take, and uh, the market rallied back. Corn and soybeans rallied back to a lesser degree, but but the big action was in the wheat market. So this was uh this is a big deal. You know the wheat market, wheat futures in the United States in particular, they've become almost like a speculative vehicle for uh, speculators, traders to hedge this Black Sea situation, to trade this Black Sea situation. You know U.S. wheat is overvalued on the export market, but none of that really matters. It's just there's a lot of speculative money moving in and out of wheat because the Black Sea is is such an important uh, place when it comes to wheat production, wheat exports, that sort of thing. So this was your big uh, headline specifically related to grains yesterday. 
The other one was inflation. So inflation is still hot. The uh, U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics released monthly consumer price index data yesterday. CPI rose at an annualized rate of 8.2%. The trade expected 8.1%, so a little bit hotter than expected. The core consumer price index, index, which excludes uh, food and energy, rose at an annualized rate of 6.6%. That's the highest annualized increase since 1982. That core CPI data is watched closely by the Fed. All of this stuff is watched closely by the Fed, I believe. So this news all but guarantees that the Fed's going to hike rates by another three quarters of a percentage point in November. Now, the stock market and a lot of the outside markets were just an absolute roller coaster yesterday. So following that CPI print initially in the morning, the S&P made new lows for the for the calendar year. It was down sharply. Uh, the Dow was very similar. We had a huge intraday reversal occur after that. Uh, the S&P ended up with a 2.6% gain on the day. Uh, the Dow Jones had a 1,500-point intraday swing. It finished the day with a gain of 827 points, or 2.8%. So the market sold off uh, following the CPI print, then had a sharp uh, face ripper of a rally back to the upside and finished sharply higher yesterday. Um, was that the low in the stock market? Uh, it's way too early to say that, but big intraday reversal, uh, which um, I guess is a positive for the moment. U.S. drought uh, continues to expand, so drought is very quickly moving east into areas of the Corn Belt. You know, it wasn't that long ago that drought was just confined to like the southern plains and the central plains in the western part of the country, and now you've got drought across, you know, the western Corn Belt uh, into the central Corn Belt, into the, uh, you know, Gulf area, into the uh, mid-south, into the southeast. It's really expanded. When you look at crop areas experiencing drought in percentage terms, I'm going to compare this to May 31st. Winter wheat areas experiencing a drought now total 66% in the United States. That number was 49 on May 31st. Corn areas experiencing a drought 49% currently. That number was 19% on May 31st. Soybean areas experiencing a drought now 48%. That number was only 10% on May 31st. Spring wheat areas experiencing a drought 74%. That number was 25% on May 31st. So this rapid expansion in drought in the United States, I mean, it has a whole bunch of implications. Um, So winter wheat production would be the big thing in terms of crop production right now. Uh, The drought in in the western part of the Corn Belt and the Plains undoubtedly had an impact on row crop production this year. And now the drought has impacted uh, uh, the river uh, levels. Uh, that, That whole story remains very much intact. I think they're projecting that like 10 to 12 days out, the Mississippi River could be at record low water levels, which has hindered uh, grain movement and all sorts of messy stuff. So we need some rain. We need a lot of rain uh, for a lot of different reasons. U.S. ethanol production improved last week. Weekly output 932,000 barrels per day. That was up 4.8% on the week, down almost 10% versus the same week last year. You're starting to see a seasonal increase in ethanol production as harvest corn deliveries begin. Very normal stuff. Still, this is not a good print uh, for this time of year. We, we could be better, but you know, ethanol stocks are really high. We're still at the, I think, second highest a seasonal print on record behind only 2018. So ethanol stocks are high. Gasoline demand is still off. On average over the last four weeks, implied U.S. gasoline demand is running 6.5% below the same period last year. Uh, Demand for gasoline has kind of been tracking like 2020, which was, you know, COVID kind of messy stuff. So it's it's been reduced. Ethanol production improving, but, but not where we'd like it to be. 
USDA reported some more soybean flash sales yesterday. China bought another 10 million bushels of beans for delivery during the current marketing year. Unknown destinations uh, bought another 9 million. And China, of course, I believe it was Wednesday, bought uh, 19 million. So we've sold a total of about a million metric tons, 38 million bushels of soybeans in flash sales this week. That is certainly a step in the right direction uh, in regard to demand. We've got an export sales report this morning. It'll be out at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. Expectations, uh, sales for the current marketing year. Corn should be 300 to 900. Soybean, 600 to 1.4. Wheat sales, 200 to 500. The cattle market was uh, mixed to lower yesterday. Cash trade in the north was 146 to 148. I didn't see much southern cash trade reported. U.S. dollars higher this morning. The S&P's up 8. The Dow Jones up 115. Bonds are up. Gold's down 15 bucks. Crude oil down 96 cents at 86.99. Have a great weekend, guys. I'll talk to you Monday.